Good afternoon. This is All India Radio and I'm Anuja Kumar with the Midday News. The headlines. India and Zambia signed 6 MOUs following delegation level talks between Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Zambian President. Senior Congress leader P Chidambaram fails to get any immediate relief from Supreme Court. His plea seeking protection from arrest to be put before the Chief Justice of India. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath expands his cabinet. In Jammu and Kashmir, one terrorist killed in an encounter with security forces in Baramulla district. And in sports, Indian men's hockey team win the Olympic test event beating New Zealand 5-0 in Tokyo. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has said that the visit of Zambian President Edgar Jagwa Lungu's visit to India will further enhance the age-old relationship between the two countries. Addressing a joint press conference in New Delhi with the Zambian president, Mr Modi said both the countries will increase their participation in the fields of healthcare, tourism, agriculture, food processing and mining. India and Zambia also signed 6 MOUs in several areas including geology, defense, arts and culture. Zambia Bharat ka mahatvapurna mitra aur vishwasniya partner hai. Saman loktantrik mulyon mein hamara vishwas hai aur vikas ki saajha aakanshaon ko hum dono deshon ko aapas mein jodti hai. Hamari vyapak saajhedari trade aur commerce, investment aur infrastructure se lekar development cooperation capacity building aur majboot sanskritik aur jan sambandhon tak phaili hai Mr Modi said the state visit of President Lungu will provide an opportunity to further energize India's mutually beneficial partnership with Zambia Zambian President Lungu said he had a fruitful discussion with Prime Minister Modi He said the people of Zambia are truly grateful for the support received from India over the years. Mr Lungu expressed hope that more Indian companies will invest in Zambia. He reaffirmed Zambian government's commitment to enhance relations. Earlier Mr Modi held delegation level talks with President of Zambia Edgar Changwa Lungu. Our correspondent reports both the leaders reviewed the entire gamut of bilateral relations. Mr Lungu arrived in New Delhi yesterday on a 3 day visit to India. Senior Congress leader P Chidambaram who is facing a threat of arrest in the INX media case failed to get any immediate relief from Supreme Court today. Chidambaram's petition seeking protection from arrest was mentioned before a bench comprising justices N V Ramanna, M Shanta Nagodar and Ajay Rastogi. The bench however said that the case will be put before the chief justice Ranjan Gogoi to consider for urgent listing. Chidambaram moved the apex court after the Delhi High Court yesterday rejected his anticipatory bail plea. The CBI and enforcement directorate teams visited Mr Chidambaram's residence four times since yesterday. However, there is no trace of him. The CBI team late last night also pasted a notice on Mr Chidambaram's residence asking him to appear before the investigation officer within 2 hours. Meanwhile, the ED today issued a fresh lookout circular against Chidambaram in connection with the INX media money laundering case. The alert notice against the Congress leader has been sent to all land, air and seaports and law enforcement agencies at these facilities. 
It says the ED should be alerted in case the person is found on their premises. It also asks them to not allow the Congress leader to cross the Indian border without the permission of the ED. The ED official said this is a preventive measure exercised by the agency as Chidambaram's whereabouts are not known at present and he is required by them to take the probe forward in the INX media case. External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar arrived in Kathmandu today on a two-day visit to Nepal. He was received at the airport by Foreign Secretary of Nepal, Shankar Das Bairagi, Indian Ambassador to Nepal, Manjeet Singh Puri, and Nepal's Ambassador to India, Nilambar Acharya. In his first engagement, Dr. J. Shankar is meeting Prime Minister K.P. Sharma Oli. Later in the day, the External Affairs Minister will co-chair the fifth meeting of India-Nepal Joint Commission with his Nepalese counterpart Pradeep Kumar Gyavali. The meeting will start in a short while from now. The Joint Commission will review overall state of bilateral relations and various areas of cooperation. The main focus will be on economic partnership, trade and transit connectivity, power, water resources and inundation. The meeting is also expected to take concrete decisions to make further substantive progress on economic partnership. Established in June 1987, India-Nepal Joint Commission is the highest level mechanism to comprehensively review bilateral relations. Its meetings are held alternatively in both the countries. Rajkumar, AIR News, Kathmandu. Nepal's Minister for Foreign Affairs will host a dinner in honor of Dr. Jay Shankar. Former Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister and senior BJP leader Babulal Gaur passed away at a private hospital in Bhopal this morning after a prolonged illness. He was 89. The veteran BJP leader served as Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister between 2004 and 2005 and represented Govindapura Assembly seat 10 times. Prime Minister Narendra Modi has expressed grief over the demise of the veteran leader. In a tweet, Mr. Modi said, the former Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister served people for decades. The Prime Minister said, from Jansang days, Babulal Gaur worked constantly to strengthen the party. He said as Minister and Chief Minister of Madhya Pradesh, Babulal Gaur undertook several efforts to transform the state. Prime Minister Narendra Modi yesterday held a telephonic conversation with his British counterpart Boris Johnson during which he raised the issue of violence against members of the Indian diaspora celebrating Independence Day outside the Indian mission in London. According to a statement issued by the Prime Minister's office, Mr. Modi drew Johnson's attention to the challenges posed by vested interests pursuing their motivated agenda, including by violent means. The statement said, Prime Minister Johnson regretted the incident and assured that all necessary steps would be taken to ensure safety and security of the High Commission, its personnel and visitors. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath has expanded his Council of Ministers with 23 ministers taking oath at the Raj Bhavan in Lucknow. This is the first rejig of Adityanath's Council of Ministers since he came to power in 2017. A report from a correspondent. Governor Anandi Ben Patel administered the oath of office and secrecy to 23 new ministers at Raj Bhavan this morning. Out of these, 18 are new faces. Six were sworn in as cabinet minister. There are two women amongst the ministers sworn in. Four ministers were elevated to cabinet minister level. They are Dr. Mahen Singh, Bhupen Singh Chaudhary, Suresh Rana and Anil Rajbhar and Neelkhan Tiwari was promoted as minister of state independent charge. Now the strength of yogi cabinet becomes 56. MS Yadav, AIR News, Lucknow.
This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, round the clock, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. In Jammu and Kashmir, the situation is showing significant improvement, especially in the Kashmir Valley, with authorities continuing to give daytime relaxations in various areas, including Srinagar City. With administration ordering reopening of educational institutions up to the middle class level across the valley from today, some students were seen going to school. According to official sources, barricades were removed from uptown and civil lines areas of the Srinagar city, but deployment of security forces continued to maintain law and order. Transport was seen plying on the roads, with inter-district transport also starting to ply. More from a correspondent. The government last week had ordered the reopening of primary schools across the valley from Monday and middle schools from today. JNK government spokesperson Rohit Kansal during the media briefing last evening in Srinagar had said that normal functioning of large parts of the state was reported with 12 out of 22 districts functioning normally. He had also said that daytime restrictions were lifted from 136 police stations out of the total 197 across Jammu and Kashmir. The government spokesperson also said that out of 93,000 landline telephones, 73,000 landline were restored and the rest would operate soon. R.K. Rana, AR News, Jammu. Meanwhile, a lashkar e LET terrorist was killed in an encounter with security forces in Baramula district today. Police said the slain terrorist has been identified as Momin Gojri, a resident of Baramulla. A special police officer of Jammu and Kashmir Police, Bilal Ahmad, was also martyred in the gun battle. The encounter broke out after security forces launched a cordon and search operation in Gani Hamam area following credible information about the presence of terrorists. In the ensuing encounter, the terrorist was killed. Incriminating material including arms and ammunition was recovered from the site of encounter. A helicopter engaged in relief and rescue operations in rain-ravaged Uttarkashi district of Uttarakhand crashed today. Officials said three persons were on board the helicopter and their fate is not immediately known. The helicopter crashed near Moldi while returning after distributing relief material among the affected people. Only crew members were on board the aircraft when it crashed. Indian men's hockey team won the Olympic test event beating New Zealand 5-0 in Tokyo today. Captain Harmanpreet Singh, Shamshir Singh, Neil Kant Sharma, Gur Sahib Jeet Singh and Mandeep Singh scored one goal each for India. India had lost 1-2 to New Zealand earlier in round-robin league stage. Indian women's hockey team also secured its place in the final. They played out a goalless draw against China in the third and last round-robin match. With a tally of five points from their three matches, Indian Eves topped the points table and will now face host Japan in the final later in the day. At the stock markets after opening higher in the morning, the Sensex erased its gains to drop 194 points to trade at 37,134 a short while ago. The Nifty at the National Stock Exchange slipped 73 points to 10,944. At the Forex market, the rupee appreciated 14 paise to 71.57 against the dollar in intraday deals. Divyang Satendra Singh Lohia from Madhya Pradesh has become the first Asian swimmer to cross the Catalina Channel of America yesterday. Satendra holds the Asian record of crossing both the English and Catalina Channels. 
मध्य प्रदेश स्पोर्ट्स मिनिस्टर जीतू पटवारी हैज कंग्रेचुलेटेड सत्येंद्र ऑन दिस अचीवमेंट और रिपोर्ट ग्वालियर बोर्न सत्येंद्र लेड द इंडियन पैरा रिले टीम अलॉन्ग विद फाइव टीम मेट्स एंड क्रॉस द कैटेलिना चैनल इन इलेवन आवर्स थर्टी फोर मिनट्स एट दैट टाइम द वाटर टेम्परेचर वॉज अराउंड थर्टीन डिग्री सेल्सियस द इंडियन टीम स्टार्टेड फोर्टी टू किलोमीटर ऑफ स्विमिंग एट टेन फिफ्टी सेवन पी एम फ्रॉम सेंट कैटेलिना आईलैंड एंड फिनिश स्विमिंग एट लॉस एंजलिस एट टेन थर्टी एम सत्येंद्र हैज ऑल्सो ऑनर्ड विद द विक्रम अवार्ड द हाइएस्ट स्पोर्ट्स अवार्ड इन मध्य प्रदेश संजीव शर्मा Bangladesh has said that abrogation of article 370 by New Delhi is an internal matter of India. In a statement today, Foreign Ministry said maintaining regional peace and stability as well as development should be a priority for all countries. The statement comes on the day External Affairs Minister S J Shankar left Dhaka after concluding his 3-day visit to Bangladesh. More from a correspondent. Bangladesh has taken a clear and unambiguous position about the abrogation of article 370 by India. If foreign ministry today said that it is an internal matter of India, the statement comes on the day India's external affairs minister S J Shankar left Dhaka after concluding his 3-day visit to Bangladesh. The statement by Bangladesh shows worldwide support for the Indian position that decision on article 370 is an internal issue of India. Diplomatically, it shows a vindication of India's stance on this issue and further isolates Pakistan, which has been trying to involve other countries in opposing India's stance on Jammu and Kashmir. Rajesh Jha, AIR News, Dhaka. In Saudi Arabia, a landmark reform allowing women over the age of 21 to receive passports and travel abroad without permission from a male guardian has begun. The reform comes after high-profile attempts by women to escape alleged guardianship abuse despite a string of reforms by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, including a landmark decree last year that overturned the world's only ban on women drivers. And now before we end the bulletin, the headlines once again. India and Zambia signed six MOUs following delegation level talks between Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Zambian President. Senior Congress leader P Chidambaram fails to get any immediate relief from Supreme Court. His plea seeking protection from arrest to be put before the Chief Justice of India. Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath expands his cabinet. In Jammu and Kashmir, one terrorist killed in an encounter with security forces in Baramulla district. And in sports, Indian men's hockey team win the Olympic test event beating New Zealand 5-0 in Tokyo. And with that, we end the midday news.